One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Guys! In a row? Welcome to Nine Guys Dynasty Football, where we talk about the dynasty value of nine guys in a row. I'm one of your hosts, Jamie G, master of streaming defense, and I'm here with my co-host, Magnum Mills, and we're going to do nine guys in a row. I am Magnum Mills. This is Nine Guys, presented by Season Gap Fantasy Football. If you're not already subscribed to our podcast, you can find it on your favorite podcast app by searching for Seeds the Gap Fantasy, and we're on social media at Seeds the Gap app. F. We're from the Joe Blow Football Show, where you can find it at joeblowfootballshow.com and on social media at Joe Blow Show. Let's do this thing, my dude. What type of guys are we doing this week? Well, I'm kind of looking at my rosters here after rookie drafts are done and everything. And really, again, seemed like a lot more wide receivers. The quarterback is what it is. We're not talking super flex today, we're not talking tight end premiums. So, and the tight ends. So, that leaves the running backs. And other than the top at the draft there, it's really pretty thin pickings as far as high-valued rookie running backs in this class. JBG might beg to differ about where you rank James Cook. But still, for the most part, my guess is you ended up with a lot more receivers than running backs in the rookie draft. So I thought it'd be a good time maybe do a little bit of dumpster diving for some running backs. Because to get the top-end running backs, it's going to cost you a price you're not going to like. But there are some guys out there who you could be able to afford. You can find all types of stuff in dumpsters, my dude. I mean, we're talking Alibaba swords, babies, maybe even the corpse of Frank Reynolds. I mean, he does want to be thrown in the trash when he dies, but yeah, I think you're talking about the gang finds a dumpster baby. But, you know, I'm sure it's sponsored by Donovan McNabb and Mike McDonald, so it's all good. You paid your $30 fee? We promise you a keynote speaker. McNabb, dude. McNabb. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Let's put your park break on. <coughs> Donovan McNabb. Hey guys, I'm Donovan McNabb. Uh, I play quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles, and I'm here to tell you that you can too if you start every day with a hearty breakfast from McDonald's. Uh, like the new sausage egg McGriddle value meal, available now for a limited time for under $5. Uh, remember, guys, real champs, eat at McDonald's. Gotta respect a man's dying wishes. That, Magnum Mills, and the cone. Always respect and never move a goddamn cone. I mean, who moves a cone, right? That's seriously, who moves a cone? An asshole. Now, let's start out here dumpster diving with the running backs with a guy we all know and aren't terribly fond of. And that's Daryl Williams, formerly of the Kansas City Chiefs. He's now on the Arizona Cardinals, where he could, in theory, be the RB2 behind James Conner. Connor did great last year when Chase Edmonds was hurt. On the other hand, throughout his career, Connor has really struggled with injuries. They don't have a ton behind him. Uh, they got Keonta Ingram they picked at the sixth round. They got Eno Benjamin, previous seventh-round pick. They've really hesitated to give much work to. So it really looks like Williams has a chance to open as the RB2 here. And we saw in Kansas City, you, you know, a lot of us viewed him more as an impediment to Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. But when he got a chance, when CH was out, Williams generally did well, posted low-end RB1, high-end RB2 numbers, good enough in pass blocking to stay out there, good enough pass catching chops to have that third down roll. So there's a chance he even eats into Connor's work when Connor's healthy. On the other hand, if Connor goes down and the Cardinals want to opt with that, you know, one-back approach as opposed to more of a committee approach, Daryl Williams could have some real value. And honestly, 
people probably aren't going to be valuing him that highly right now. But if you wait until training camp or whatever, people might start to catch on to this a little bit. So if you need running back help, don't want to spend a lot, I think you could do a lot worse than Daryl Williams. And if you own James Conner, he is somebody I would definitely make a strong effort to roster. The past two seasons, owning the backup to Christian McCaffrey has been a pretty solid move for fantasy owners. Chuba Hubbard remains on the Panthers roster, but the team added free agent Dante Foreman in free agency this year. Foreman turned 26 in April. He signed a contract just under $1 million in guarantees. He was solid last year when filling in for Derrick Henry, and he was promising as a prospect before tearing his Achilles. Like Daryl Williams, there's no long-term value here, but he could be a valuable handcuff. It's likely that he opens the season as running back two for the Carolina Panthers, and if you need help at running back, again, you could certainly do worse. I loved him as a prospect back in the day with the Texans. Good to see him get a chance with the Titans last year, but the main problem is the Panthers probably aren't going to be good enough to score a lot of points. If I thought the Panthers were going to be better, I think you could probably bump them up a little bit more. And another team that's in a similar situation is the Chicago Bears. There's some pieces we like there, but no one's really expecting much of them this year, especially from a fantasy standpoint. One player I like there, dumpster diving at the running back position, is sophomore Khalil Herbert. Unlike the first two guys here, he's still relatively young, just turned 24 in April, second season. He was very good when he filled in for David Montgomery when Montgomery was out last year, and we've seen him have a nice role as a returner. It's always good to see that explosiveness sometimes to translate well to the field. He was a very good pass catcher in college. So he's starting out here. He's going to be the primary handcuff, which is solid enough, but he could have a bit of a passing game role. Factor in that Montgomery is a free agent after this season. Um, I think the Bears are starting to be smarter really giving a second contract to Montgomery probably won't make a lot of sense. So he has a real chance to have a role this year, play himself into a bigger role next year. Again, if he's owned by someone who's not the Montgomery owner, I don't think the cost would be high. Nice guy you could pick up, give you a couple of, you know, maybe spike weeks this year, but also had some decent long-term value. Joe Mixon is another running back who's had some trouble staying on the field at times. Last season, he conceded some of his passing down work to Samaje Perrine, who is also his primary handcuff. Perrine remains on the roster and could open the season as the Bengals running back too. I might go in his direction in, in season long and best ball leagues, but in dynasty, I think I'm more interested in Chris Evans. Evans has quite a bit in common with Khalil Herbert. He's a bit old for a second year player. He just, he's turning 25 this October. But he's shown solid ability as a returner and on special teams. Evan doesn't get a ton of chances at running back last season. He did well when given the chance. He's much more explosive than Perrine and could possibly take over uh, for him in the passing game if he improves his blitz pickup on third down packages specifically. Evans is more of a lottery ticket play, but he'll cost you almost nothing and could be the cheapest way to get some exposure to the Bengals offense this season. And that's one thing you always want to do, right? It's just the good offenses, like your Buffalo Bills. You'll be you'll be drafted Duke fucking Johnson and shit. Don't even lie to me, friends. Isaiah McKenzie, OJ Howard. But there's a certain logic to it, too, because, hey, you never know how stuff's going to break, and you might be able to get a good value. Again, if there's more points being scored, more fantasy points, more opportunity. In a situation like that, well, maybe possibly, because we don't know what's going on at the quarterback position, but that's the Cleveland Browns. They seem to have a good setup there to have a nice offense, especially if Deshaun Watson's under center. Either way, you know that they're still going to focus on running the ball. Yes, they have Nick Chubb at the top of the depth chart. Then they got Kareem Hunt, the Coont behind him. But 
you have to remember, Cox in the final year of his deal, no guaranteed money left. His name's been bandied about the trade market for a while now. That could happen because Dearness Johnson signed a one-year deal. He was an exclusive rights-free agent, really couldn't go anywhere else. Again, bit older here for a guy that's going to his fourth year. He's 26 back in February. But here's the deal, man. Last year, when Chubb and Hunt were out, Dearness Johnson was, like, good. I mean, legitimately good. RB1, big role perform well, didn't seem to wear down, catches the ball well enough, blocks well enough. There's some real upside here. And again, you got to get a little bit lucky. Either you're going to need two injuries or an injury in a trade for it to really happen. But Chubb's gotten hurt over the years. The Browns are going to have some salary cap issues. It's not impossible. And again, this is a guy we've already seen do it in the NFL. So he should be more popular than he is as a handcuff, despite the fact he's third in line right now. And again, because he's third in line, cheap to acquire, pure lottery ticket but if it hits he's a guy you could conceivably start every week he's out there so gotta like that for somebody you're you know trying to find in the dumpster next to the baby in the alibaba store Charlie, get that one. Ah, this is amazing. Look at this. Bro, you could chop a camel right in the hump and drink all of its milk right out, right off the tip of this thing. And don't forget the body of Frank Reynolds. I'm <laughs> going to say the name, Magna Mills. I'm going to say the name, Daryl Henderson. And everybody's going to be like, Jamie G, I am not falling for the banana in the tailpipe again. And you know what? That's fair. But just hear me out here. He's still the running back to for the Super Bowl champion defending Rams. He's only turning 25 in August. Plus, he's in a contract year. He's a free agent next season. Sure, Cam Akers absolutely made like an insane, miraculous return from his Achilles injury during their playoff run last year. He didn't look like great, though. I mean, he flashed here and there, but he didn't look like his normal self. Henderson has struggled with injuries Absolutely. But he has also flashed at times in that offense. He's young enough to have a bit of a medium term upside here. And whoever is playing running back for the Rams is somebody that you'd like to have in fantasy. I mean, same thing we talked about with uh, Chris Evans in, in the Bengals. I'd say that Henderson should be a priority target for you if you own Cam Akers. Absolutely. Take that handcuff. Otherwise, I think he's a nice target for teams looking for running back depth. If he's on a roster where the owner doesn't also own acres, he should be pretty damn cheap to acquire here. Don't totally just throw Daryl Henderson to the side because you've been burned in the past. He definitely had moments last year where he was performing like a back end RB one high end RB two. Again, you saw him struggle with injuries and Sony Michelle came in towards the end of the season, but he just feels like one of those guys. He's just never going to go away whether that's enough for him to have standalone value, probably not. But again, the Rams are just one of those teams. You want to own their running back. Cam Akers is a nice young player, but he's also still going to be barely a year removed from Terry and his Achilles. So yeah, Daryl Henderson should be a guy you're looking to acquire, especially because whoever owns him is probably really sick of owning Daryl Henderson. And so they'd be probably kind of happy to get him off the rooster. So got to like that. And one guy here that has more long-term upside than most guys we're talking about here in the dumpster is a guy from my Philadelphia Eagles. That's sophomore Kenneth Gainwell. Just turned 23 back in March, fifth round pick last year. And he had a great first week last year against the Falcons. Everybody thought, like, oh, man, this is going to be one of those kind of second, third-round rookie draft hits. And by the end of the season, he was behind uh, Jordan Howard. He was behind Boston Scott. 
It was not great. Again, the Eagles are probably going to go use the RBBC. You still have Miles Sanders, Boston Scott resigned. It is what it is. The Eagles are going to be one of the highest volume rushing teams in the league. Decent chance Gamewell figures in the mix somehow. Hopefully, maybe it would be on third down. Still, I think what you're looking for here is he's developing this year, and he's the guy next year that'll still be on the roster when no other running back is. Obviously, the Eagles will add there, but it would kind of surprise me to see him give a second contract to Miles Sanders. Boston's got a fine role player, but I think Gamewell actually has some long-term upside here. And again, the Eagles are probably going to either have a improved Jalen Hurts or they're going to go shopping for a big-name quarterback next year. So the Eagles could be one of those offenses that you want to own a piece of, especially because unlike most of the guys on this list, you know, 23 years old, that's pretty young for running back years these days. And much like Christian McCaffrey, owning the Saquon Barkley handcuff has been pretty useful for fantasy owners in the past. This season, that illustrious honor goes to none other than Matt Breda. Breda is familiar with new Giants head coach Brian DeBull Dable and seems to be the front runner for the running back to job. Breda turned 27 in February, signed a one-year contract with the Giants. There's no long-term value here whatsoever. However, Breda has flashed that elusive, explosive speed and pass-catching ability throughout his career. His main issue has been staying healthy. I hope that Saquon manages to finally stay healthy this season, but if not, I think it's likely that Breda has at least a couple of nice fantasy outings here. Kind of like him a little bit in best ball leagues too, Magnum Mills. Right with you there, especially best ball leagues. He is being underdrafted relative to the value Saquon Barkley's handcuff has had the past couple of years. That's kind of an all format thing. You know, Saquon, I love you, but if I put Saquon Barkley into my phone, it auto completes to Saquon Barkley if he's healthy. So really would be nice to ditch that. He's one of those dudes like Brian Westbrook was for me back in the day. Every time he gets tackled somewhere in the back of my brain, I'm just going, get up, get up, get up. And finally here, let's go where Will Smith is not welcome anymore and go down to Miami where you could pretty much pick any running back, much to the jealousy of one Pete Carroll. And, you know, I guess I'll give him Chase Evans. I'll give you Chase Evans. He got enough guaranteed money. He's going to be kind of the lead guy in the committee, so to speak. You could go a couple other ways. Maybe Raheem Mostert. I'm going to go with Sony Michelle. He's older than you think. He turned 27 in February. He only signed a one-year deal. Not a ton of money, but roughly half it guaranteed. Basically a lock to make the roster. And look, he's competing with, again, Chase Edmonds, Raheem Mostert. Both these dudes have had multiple injuries throughout their careers. Mostert, especially, he hasn't played in over a year and a half, something like that. It's been a minute. Sony Michelle, again, it's kind of a blasphemy for dynasty units at this point. You know, you saw him burst on the scene with the Patriots. Everyone thought he was going to be the next big thing. Then you have the injuries. Then you just have the lack of role in the passing game. Then he came to the Rams and I was like, eh, but he really did look solid at the end of the season. And if the Dolphins take that step forward, I think he could do the same there. Again, it's not going to be some dynamite season, not a lot of long-term value, but he could certainly become a usable running back too. And given his age and the reputation I mentioned, it's really not going to cost you that much to get him. And look at it this way. I didn't tell you to try to get Miles Gaskin, did I? (laughs) No, you didn't. Thank God. I am not legally obligated to do math under any circumstance, but I believe that was nine guys in a row that we just did. As usual, we didn't talk enough about my guy, the GOAT, Josh Allen, but I've assured that we're going to do a Superflex Spectacular sooner rather than later. Fair enough. We should. I mean, quarterbacks are people too, even in single quarterback formats. 
Well, that's all well and good. But remember, Josh Allen is no ordinary man. He's a five-star man, a golden god, if you will. Let's be honest here, Jamie G. When it comes to you and Josh Allen, we all know that you will. Consent is not an issue. No, it is not. I know what I like, and we hope that you like nine guys. We really, really appreciate you listening and or watching. Please remember to like, subscribe, rate, and comment. Even if it's something mean, we still want to hear it. It takes less than a minute, and it helps us out a ton. Mills, where can these people find the rest of our totally free, very chill, Josh Allen, filled with love content? He's going to retweet you someday, man. It's going to happen. He's going to retweet you. And thanks again for tuning into Nine Guys from Cease the Cap Fantasy Football. You can find us on your favorite podcast app by searching for Cease the Cap Fantasy and on social media at Cease the Gap FF. We're from the Joe Blow Football Show, who you can find at JoeBlowFootballShow.com and on social media at Joe Blow Show. We are covering the third season of Barry from HBO on the Barry Podcast on your favorite app and social media at Barry Podcast. We've just wrapping up our coverage of Ozark from Netflix on the Ozark Podcast. Again, on your favorite podcast joint and on social media at Ozark Podcast. We are covering the sixth and final season of Better Call Saul from ANC on Saul Over Soon. Again, on your favorite podcast app and social media at Saul Over Soon. And as we've alluded to, we kind of like It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So we randomly cover different episodes, stuff about that, and all new episodes when season 16 finally gets here on The Night Pod Comment. Find us on your favorite podcast app and social media at Night Pod Comment. And you like Peaky Blinders? It's been waiting for it, right? It's been a minute. If you haven't seen the sixth season yet, and you probably haven't because it only came out in the UK and whatnot, it's about to drop on Netflix. We've already covered it on PBP, a Peaky Blinders podcast. Find us by searching for PBP Peaky Blinders on your favorite podcast app. And we're on social media at Peaky Podcast. I'm Magnum Mills. He's Jamie G. Thank you again for checking this out. This has been Nine Guys Dynasty Football from Seize the Gap Fantasy Football. Thanks for listening and or watching. And don't you worry, we'll be back next week to do nine more guys in a row. Try not to do any dudes on the way to the next podcast. This has been Nine Guys Dynasty Football, part of the Seize the Gap Fantasy Football Podcast, presented by the Joe Blow Football Show. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Any views or opinions expressed here are personal and do not represent those of people, institutions, or organizations who may or may not be associated with the Joe Blow Football Show. If you have any questions, please contact us at seizethegapff at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Please remember to like, subscribe, and comment. I'm loving it. Can I get the check? <laughs>